following podcast will contain spoilers and explicit language. This is the show that looks at supposedly bad movies and asks the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to is we look at movies that are rotten on Rotten Tomatoes and we reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that low? Tonight's movie is Mortal Kombat, directed by Paul Anderson, starring Robin Show, Bridget Wilson, Christopher Lambert, Lyndon Ashby, Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. Mortal Kombat is a 1995 action-adventure film based on the video game of the same name and currently holds a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. How about a plot synopsis? Lord Raiden handpicks three martial artists, federal agent Sonya Blade, Shaolin monk Liu Kang, and action movie sensation Johnny Cage, and mentors them. After intense training, Raiden transports the trio to the Outworld, the site of the interdimensional fighting tournament. There, the three humans must defeat the demonic warriors of evil, Shang Tsung, or allow Tsung to take over Earth. Uh, all right, Zach, what is your history with this movie? I have known the theme song for as long as I've been able to comprehend anything. <laughs> <laughs> it is the first words out of my memory. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> were the first words out of my tiny little brain. <laughs> I've played the video games my entire life. I don't know. I, I kind of grew up around this. It was a great time. But yeah, the Mortal Kombat theme, screaming Mortal Kombat were the first words out of my mouth. I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> they were like, say up, say dad. And I was like, Mortal Kombat. And I punched my dad in the kneecaps. They were like, where's that music coming from? What the, what was going on? <laughs> it started emanating from the walls. Yeah, I mean, my parents were huge fans of this of this movie. Like, they saw it in theaters when it came out. Oh my God, really? Yeah, this movie probably <laughs> fucked in 1995, man. So I was brought up on this movie very strongly. But it has been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, this, this movie is not how I remember it being. Yeah, there's some problems <laughs> with this movie. <laughs> It did not hold up to it's not, my my memory. It's not perfect. This movie, th- this episode is is good timing because the trailer for the new Mortal Kombat just came out, and I think that movie's gonna fuck. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think it's gonna be really good. All right, uh, let's do what we always do at the top of the show. We'll discuss the actors one by one. And, oh, you know what? Before we start, I wanted to talk about some of the reviews we've gotten. I think this is a great time to bring those up. <laughs> <laughs> Some so our reviews are overwhelmingly positive, I would say. But the negative reviews that we do get are from big dummies who can't seem to grasp that this show is like is 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 its own thing, and that the old show is like not coming back. There was this one that jumped out at me. So the title is "Yeah, plagiarism is that bad." So this is just using the style and the soul of the original. I'm close to crying because I woke my husband up thinking they came back. The fact that this isn't the visionaries who created the original coming back is sad. The fact that it isn't explicitly stated in the description is criminal. You almost cried over a podcast, bro. It ain't that serious. The original show has been off air for seven. 
seven, almost almost eight eight years, almost a decade. We're 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 keeping the tradition alive. This is this isn't an exact copy of the original podcast. It's more of like an homage to the three visionaries that that once said the words, "Yeah, it's that bad." Yeah, guys, we put "Reloaded" at the end of it. How is it a copy? It's totally different, bro. Totally different. It'll yeah, totally hold up in court. Why um, ITBR? Come on. <laughs> this is why they used to put women in mental hospitals. Oh, God. <laughs> What <laughs> the fuck? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, the wife's acting up again. Put her in a straight I, jacket. I am not letting us go down this wormhole. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> this podcast is rife with sexism. All right, you better get 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 with the program. Nobody, Ugh. nobody's safe. Do we always do the top of the show? We'll discuss the actors one by one and see how you thought they did. Uh, first up, Robin Show. He played Liu Kang. I want his hair in this movie so yeah, bad, bro. I, just, I need that. He had a mane. It was so voluptuous. It was the volume yeah. in it. Oh my god. The acting I need to know his hair care routine, man. This is the acting. The acting, the acting is, is is second fiddle to the hair and his rippling abs. Um, beefcake so we're scale. Gonna, we're gonna need a beefcake scale on every person in this movie. All right, beefcakes go. Four out of five. I'm going five. Yeah. The hair. I've never seen a more chiseled jawline. His face yeah. is like a triangle. He's, he's sculpted out of marble, some some have said. <sighs> I'm giving him a five. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm curious if this guy can actually fight, because I'll say it right now. The choreography in this movie is not fantastic. In some parts, it was great. And I was like, oh, this is cool. There are some fights that are good. But then there are some that are <laughs> <laughs> Some are really bad. Bridget Wilson, she played Sonya Blade. Beefcake, Gail. Two out of five. <laughs> I'll give her a three. I feel like she's like 90s hot. Yeah, very, very 90s movie hot. She was one of the worst acting performances, in my opinion. <laughs> but okay. worse than her, in my opinion, Christopher Lambert, who played <laughs> God, this guy was fucking awful. And uh, one on the beefcake scale. Yeah, he gets negative. He looked homeless. He he gets negative <laughs> points on the beefcake scale. Ah, man. That was a he, loser. Where's he fucking from, man? He had this accent. Okay, so oh, he's did French. They, I know they like they he had a bunch of like voice effects on and everything, but they could they have put some effort into like dubbing him over? I don't like, even care about the uh, <laughs> voice effects. It's it was that French accent that was coming through the whole time. <laughs> I fucking hate the French. Oh, he's from Long Island. Okay, cool. Very French. He, he's he's an American born, but he's but he's French. His his I think his his parents are like he has a French accent. Oh yeah, he moved to France at twelve. Look at that. And then Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa. I loved him. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> big time. He played Shang Tsung. Uh, this guy was acting circles around everybody else in this movie. Everyone. His facial expressions alone <laughs> carried this movie for me. <laughs> we're, we're approaching Jim Carrey levels of facial oh my God, yeah. malleability. <laughs> oh, man. The eyebrow movement. Is, oh, my God. <laughs> it was crazy. Your soul is mine. <laughs> That's awesome. He was good. I liked him. He made, he made this movie really like funny. Uh, all right. Let's get into the brief history of Mortal Kombat. Uh, though the film is based on the original Mortal Kombat game, characters and gameplay elements from sequel Mortal Kombat 2 were incorporated. The guy who played Scorpion, Chris Casamasa, he was hired to do the work as a stunt ninja. But the, pro the audition producers were so impressed that he they just gave him the role for Scorpion. Yeah! They did Sub-Zero so dirty in this movie. Yo, right? Oh, man. 
do they uh, re- uh, reptile held his own that was a good fight scorpion sub-zero fight. and scorpion went out like a bunch of li- that was so underwhelming scorpion <laughs> had a good fight I think Sub Zero went out. That was that was they that did him was dirty. Bad. Scorpions was mad. They killed they killed him with a bucket of water. <laughs> Cameron Diaz was was supposed to play Sonya Blade, but uh, got injured before the movie started. Damn, I know they were mad about that. Ah, oh, dude, that would have that would have made this movie a lot better because I like Cameron Diaz. I, I thought that's what they were going for. It felt like a cheap Cameron Diaz like role. <laughs> This is the first time I've ever wanted to see Cameron Diaz in something. I like Cameron Diaz. I'm a fan. <laughs> You're a hater. It definitely needed more blood, and it seems like, and I think the new movie's definitely gonna get gonna. I mean, there's literally oh a red band yeah. trailer. There's gonna be like people yanking out spinal cords. Oh, dude, I feel like I feel like they're gonna do it. I feel like they're gonna fucking do it. I'm so excited. Shall we get into Mortal Kombat? All right. So this movie starts out in the best opening of any movie ever. Care Am I wrong? Why? Because the movie. <laughs> The the the, <laughs> the microsecond, <laughs> the microsecond you press play, <laughs> the, the 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 Mortal Kombat theme song just blasts at you, full volume, just just immediately. Oh, I was I I immediately texted Zach. I was like, dude, it's it's happening. They're doing it. He was like, I know. No matter what score we give this movie, this movie is worth watching alone for the theme song. Oh my god, yeah. It'll take you, it'll take you right back. This is it's so (laughs) fucking good. And honestly, uh I think the whole soundtrack for this movie is pretty good. It was pretty solid, man. I was into it the whole time. There were multiple times where like the music started playing, and I was like, yo, this this track kind of like this is this is great. Bangs, man. This shit. So I'm going to download the soundtrack and listen to it on my way into work tomorrow. I, I wonder if it's on Spotify. <laughs> I would totally listen to it. It sounds like the soundtrack is like half like 90s grunge metal and half like Daft Punk. That's it's, a really good way to put it. Yeah. It's super good. So after you're done jamming in your chair, we're treated to Shang Tsung absolutely crippling this little boy. <laughs> Bodied him. Bodied him. <laughs> Just breaks his arms, <laughs> breaks his spine. <laughs> Yeah, this movie was R-rated. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> would have been awesome. When they showed – because I forgot that this movie didn't have like – didn't really even have any blood in it. When they showed him step on his spine, I was like, oh, man, he's about to like – Yeah. Pull his head out of his ass or some shit. I was like, wow, we're just getting right into it, huh? This is <laughs> this is great. It was, still, it was still pretty good, though. And then he looks directly at the camera and he says, your soul is mine. Dude, his facial expressions are just top notch. It it's is great. Like, he, he has a Play-Doh face. It's so good. His facial expression is crazy. <laughs> I'm looking right? at it right now. Just like the the emotion he's putting into that, just everything. How does he do that? So th- the next like fucking 45 minutes of this movie are just introductions to each of the characters. But I do want to focus on Sonya because of the way she's introduced. <laughs> um, I, think, I think I can officially say it's a yeah, it's that bad staple where cops shoot into crowds of people, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a yeah it's that bad like trope we're just we're just greeted by that <laughs> just bursting Please. through a crowd of people with a shotgun out with the world's largest flashlight ever it's it's however long a shotgun is i don't know like three feet to two feet i don't know the flashlight is as long as it oh yeah it's and it's, it's mounted on the top <laughs> 
It's like it's like a telescoping flashlight. It's crazy. It looks like a sniper scope on the flashlight or on the shotgun, except it's a flashlight. So yeah, uh, Sonia is hunting this guy Kano. He is at this nightclub. Her and this SWAT team bust into the nightclub, and she just starts going through the crowd, butting people with with her gun. She's just hitting people. Just move. <laughs> Breaking ribs <laughs> over the kidneys. And then, and then she gets to the edge of the crowd. So her, so her back is to the crowd and she's facing this set of stairs. And a henchman comes down the stairs and just lets it loose in the crowd. It's it's a yeah, it's that bad trope by now, right? I think it has to be. It's just Firing. every single episode involving a cop in this show. They just shoot blindly into a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get the guy. I gotta get him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she shoots this guy in what looks like a bulletproof vest, but then he dies anyway. Yeah, they made a point to show his bulletproof vest, so I don't know. But then there's like blood coming out of his mouth, and he's like, uh, uh, maybe he dies. <laughs> maybe he like broke a rib. I mean, I imagine that would be extremely painful with or without the bulletproof vest. <laughs> I would never. Do you remember? You saw Kick Ass, right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> when, when they shoot Hit Girl, <laughs> and she just falls over. <laughs> I, I imagine that's what it's like really like. So then we're introduced to Johnny Cage. He's an actor. We're shown a very bad fight scene. I was sitting there. I was like, wait, is this real? Yeah. What is happening? I think it's supposed to be bad. Oh, 100%. It's. But I didn't know that. You don't so find it like, out until after it. And you're just screaming. <laughs> is that supposed to be Jax? Oh, they did him so dirty. Right? He's he's there. It's like a blink and you miss it thing. <laughs> he's literally just a black dude with a flat top. <laughs> what? He's supposed to be this, like, Vietnam vet, like, fucking, like, 40-year-old, like, a humongous dude. He's just some, like, 25-year-old. <laughs> so they all get invited to participate in the Mortal Kombat tournament. They board this ship. We're introduced to Raiden, Shang Tsung again, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I don't I don't like that Sub-Zero and Scorpion are just, like, Shang Tsung's mind-controlled henchmen in this movie. Right? Like, they're the most badass characters in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> If people don't, people who know nothing about Mortal Kombat still know who Sub Zero and Scorpion are, right? Like they're iconic, and then they're yeah. just like, eh, here, here's here's Sub Zero and Scorpion because they have to be here. <laughs> yeah, they, they seemed like an afterthought, even though they're like the most important people. Right? And it, it was it was a. It, they were definitely wasted in this movie, I'll say. That's one of the bad things about this movie. So Raiden explains that you gotta win this tournament or else Earth's gonna Shang Tsung and Shao Kahn are gonna invade the planet or whatever. Who cares? Literally, who cares? <laughs> this movie is so... I mean, let me know if you feel the same way. Is confusing. What do you mean? I feel like, I feel like things just like happen and it's like cut really weird and... Yeah, not like, a lot makes sense like chronologically in this movie. Yes, Exactly. Like, like for example, when when Liu Kang goes to confront Shang Tsung, and then Katana just shows up, and they have like a little like thirty second fight for no reason. Yeah, and then she's just like whispering at him the whole time. <laughs> it was like, why did that happen at all? This movie is not heavy on plot. Uh, what do you think of the special effects? There were some parts that I thought were good, and then there were other parts that were very, very bad. Just- but none of them are are as bad as Virtuosity. <laughs> <laughs> virtuosity is a joke uh i thought goro looked pretty good he did right i was kind of thinking that he looked he reminded me a lot of kind of like the the big robot from judge dread kind of like that he, he was probably like an animatronic right yeah can you explain to me how and why goro wouldn't win this entire tournament every time because johnny cage kicked him really hard punched him in the balls no goro would i mean i mean he's the he's the champion of the he's like the undefeated champion so he would just be ripping heads off nonstop. yeah just absolutely. 
<laughs> and again, when when he fights that uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Alt or whatever? Yeah, Art. Oh, Art. When he picked them up, I thought he was gonna like rip him in half because I forgot right? that. I was like, I, think I was like, that's perfect. Like, do it. And then they never, and then he just never does it. They did Sub Zero. So you want to just talk about that? So Liu Kang goes to fight Sub Zero. And they're like the, it, the Mortal Kombat's like a series of matches, fighting matches, and then wait, you know, I got beef with that real quick. Hold on, I get the fights in front of uh, Shang Tsung, Sh- Shang Tsung, but <laughs> <laughs> I get the fights in front of him are like a big orchestrated event. What about the little side fights that happen constantly throughout the movie? Who the fuck knows? Who's in charge <laughs> of those? Are they just unregulated? Do whatever you want. Like what? Yeah, like when they're in front of Shang Tsung, I'm like, okay, there's a scoring system and like. And, and almost like a bracket. Yeah, right? Like you know what I mean? things things happen because of this fight. What is what happened? Well, I don't get it. They just No, literally Liu Kang and Sub Zero just meet in like a random room <laughs> and and they just start going at it. They're like, all right, here and now, but let's get <laughs> Sub-Zero it. Sub Zero just squares the fuck up. <laughs> so yeah, Sub Zero and Liu Kang fight and Katana. First of all, isn't Katana supposed to have like a monster mouth? Or is that or, or no, that's Melina. Yes, that's Melina. Damn, I wish Melina was in I also movie. got them confused. I think they're like sisters. Katana hinted that to Liu Kang. She was like, use the element that gives life. I thought she was talking about fire because Liu Kang like can like throw fireballs in the video game. Right? And stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. So she's he's gonna melt Sub-Zero's stuff. <laughs> so Sub-Zero starts going like Super Saiyan. <laughs> he's just like, ah! <laughs> um, and then Luke Kang's like oh, water. But so he he, he throws can freeze a, water. <laughs> First of all, this isn't how Sub Zero's powers work. He doesn't like <laughs> do this. He just he He's just not freezes frozen things. from the Incredibles. Like oh I don't. God. So Luke Kang throws a bucket of water at him, and it turns into an icicle in midair, and it stabs him in the chest and kills him. Oh, they did Sub Zero so dirty. <laughs> So sad, dude. But then Scorpion, I thought the scor- the fight between Scorpion and Johnny Cage was super good. I was going to say, I'm rewatching it now. And they were going at this it. Is, this is cool as fuck. Johnny Cage is doing like flips and stuff off of everything. He's Scor- Scorpion transports Johnny Cage to like hell. I think that's where they were because that, that, that's where Scorpion lives. Yeah. He, lives, is, in like the, he lives in like the underworld. That, this has to be like his home or something. There's, there's just dead bodies everywhere. It's Johnny. They're, they're, they were like that. This was the first fight where like I feel like some real choreography like came out. Yeah. This this was cool. They, they put a lot of effort into this fight. <laughs> Johnny Cage does the like double bars and right. <laughs> flips up on the fire. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, nice. This is nice. <laughs> this is pretty good. Johnny Cage eventually blows him up. Oh, um, they did Scorpion Dirty too. Why did they make his get over here blade uh like a snake what is that that's not a thing i was like i don't remember it being exactly like this it's supposed to just be a blade that he that he throws it's, at the person it's just and he a blade why them. is it a little snake like cutting itself out of his palm and then so weird it can like bleed a sentient. and it like hisses at people but they did they did scream get over here Yes, which I was very happy about. Which which I <laughs> anytime anything from the video game happened, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like when they every time they played the theme music, I was going crazy on the couch. Kyra was getting so mad at me. I was like jumping and dancing. <laughs> I said, and it happens a lot, like like more than I thought they would use it in this movie. Right? They do it like four times where they play the music during a fight scene. I fuck. It doesn't matter what the fuck's happening on screen. <laughs> Couldn't fucking care less. The, the music's playing crazy. <laughs> I start jumping. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
Mortal Kombat. I was like, yeah. I love how in the background it's like round one fight. Oh, is it really? Like, yeah, that's awesome. It was fucking crazy. They just took the game, the game music, and just threw it in the background of this movie. It was amazing. I like. I will say that this movie is a pretty like. It's pretty representative of the Mortal Kombat games. They did a lot of fan service in this. But then they dropped the ball with like Sub Zero, which is just yeah. confusing. I don't know, maybe because like in '95, like now Sub Zero and Scorpion are huge. Maybe in in '95, like he wasn't. They weren't like maybe. the characters yet. That's that, that's actually pretty possible. Because this is cause this movie came out right when the second game came out. I hope the new movie has Baraka, the guy with the blades that come out of his arms, and he's got like the crazy oh, teeth. Yes. Oh my god. I hope they have that. That would be awesome. I'm super excited for this movie. <laughs> the fights are really hit or miss. Then it's that weird beach fight with Katana right after this. That fight had uh, literally out. That fight had so many cuts. Some of the fights are just like nonsensical. It's like I it's think like it was the editing though, because like they throw a punch, then they cut to the other side. They throw a punch, they cut to the other side. And yeah, this movie is a uh, is just like nine fights strung together. I mean, it, it's all I hoped it would be. They they didn't like waste too much time on the random nonsense in between the fights. No, I'm completely fine with that. No, this <laughs> movie would be an easy five out of five if the, if all the fights were like super good. I just need a super cut of all of the fight scenes. That's it. That's, that's all I want. That's a, that's a five out of five. <laughs> with, with with the theme song just in the background the whole just time. Just on a loop. Just Dude, <laughs> anything could be happening on the screen. Does it? I don't give a shit. Song, all day. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I am blasting that full volume my way into work tomorrow. Just that. <laughs> so skip 45 minutes and Johnny Cage and Liu Kang have to go fight Shang Tsung because... She, he kidnapped Sonya. Liu Kang runs into Reptile, which is which is green Sub-Zero, pretty much. He doesn't have any... He had the best fight out of oh. all of them, and he's like... I don't want to say the bastard stepchild. Of- <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's like... He's, nobody cares about Reptile. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this fight fucked. This shit was really good. Yeah, this was cool. I feel like... I don't know, like I don't know why there's such a disparity between some of the fights. I feel like it has to do with the people like actually like involved. Cause I don't think they used a lot of stunt people. Like I feel like any of the people who played Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Reptile, those were all like martial artists. You know, the actual actors playing them. Yeah. So I don't think they subbed people out for that. And then I know the guy who played Liu Kang is a martial artist, so I think yeah. he did all his fights too. So I feel like so, for example, when Liu Kang is fighting Katana, I don't think Katana was a martial artist. So they have to tone it down. Liu Kang beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like when Liu Kang and Reptile, the two, the two actors playing them are martial artists. So I yeah, feel they like can, they can they really can, like they can turn it up a little bit and go crazy. Because this fight was good. Yeah, because probably even for like Johnny Cage and Scorpion. Johnny Cage was a martial artist. The guy who yeah. played him. Yeah. And Johnny Cage does the or uh, Liu Kang does the like flying like running kick thing oh my god yeah i was screaming (laughs) (laughs) this movie brought out the little kid in me and he was so happy to be back yeah there's some points in this movie where i'm just like yeah (laughs) oh my god they did it (laughs) you know i was gonna give this movie a low score but the more i talk about it right i'm just like shit Yo, Shanks was a little bitch ass. Yeah, I was just about to say that. He was like kind of losing a little bit. And he does like this dragon spell. And he just pulls up five of his buddies to come help him kick this guy's ass out of the ground. They if died Shang- before, <laughs> so they weren't good. If Shang Tsung beat them and Liu Kang is beating Shang Tsung's ass. 
How is Liu Kang not going to beat their asses too? Exactly. Uh, it's a it transitive property. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proof. So yeah, Sh- uh, Liu Kang kicks Shang Tsung in the face and, the, and he falls on a spike and dies. And that's Mortal Kombat. I feel like we, we went through this one quickly, but it's literally just like seven fights strung together just, for an hour yeah. and a half. There's a bunch of sloppy backstory and you're only I here just, for punching and kicking. So Literally. <laughs> Let's find out what the real critics had to say about this movie. All right. Reviewers praised its atmosphere, fighting sequences, production values, and visuals. Uh, however, people didn't like that it had a PG-13 rating. Leisha Schwartzbaum of Entertainment Weekly called Mortal Kombat a contently empty-headed extended advertisement for the joy of joy pads. All right, Zach, this movie holds a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, but is it really that bad? Yes, it is that bad, but it gets a four out of five in my book. <laughs> <laughs> This movie uh, is not good, but I love it. I don't care. I make up the scores how I want them to be. <laughs> it's four a 46 out of five. and a four out of five. <laughs> uh, uh, is it really that bad? I don't think so. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a three out of five, and I think it should have a score of like around a three out of five. There was this more movie gore is- in it. Five out of five, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, man. That would have. But this movie holds such. Maybe it's just a nostalgia. I don't know. But it's a lot of fun, and the theme song fucks so fucking hard. I, I can't. Genuinely, just a good time. It's, it's, just, it's yeah, just, it's just funny. It's fun to watch. There are parts where it drags for me, definitely. Like especially on some of the less good fights. Yeah. When the fights are good, I'm like bouncing in my seat. I was that like, theme song <laughs> kicks in. You're just like bopping up and down. Throwing your fists up in the air. It's just, yeah. it's just great. <laughs> I, I think the highs carry it enough to make up for yeah. the lows. All right. You want to read some listener mail? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. This is part oh, of the show. Do the budget you... of this real quick? Hold on. Oh, yeah. This movie had a budget of $20 million. How much did it make worldwide? I just want to go out on the record and say that 18 of this movie's $20 million budget was spent on fog machines. <laughs> fog machines and spikes. <laughs> Uh, I think it made two hundred million dollars. Movie's been out forever. Close, a uh, hundred and I think twenty million. And how much was the budget? Eight twenty. You said that's that's a solid return. That's oh yeah, <laughs> oh very much. That's crazy. Wow. This is the part of the show where we read listener mail from you guys. If you want us to submit your own mail to be featured on the show, please send us an email at yatstatbadreloaded at gmail.com. Uh, Kevin wrote in and said, after you reveal Mortal Kombat, I think you should take a look at Gerard Butler and watch Angel Has Fallen. And just for the record, I do want a wrinkle count, if for no other reason than to make others uncomfortable. <laughs> That's uh, We'll save that for an After Dark episode. Because <laughs> it's After Dark. After Dark. Dark. Darkness. And then Phil wrote in. For Phil, but requested by Paul, he said, hey, guys, it seems I was wrong, really wrong. You hated virtuosity, Uh, like really hated it. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard a more defeated and dejected pair of podcast producers propagating pods for fans with PHs instead of Fs. Uh, he said, <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, that didn't work so well last time around, but I don't see anyone else milking the routine. So I'd appreciate it if you eased off my back about it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, honestly, I felt a little bad about putting you through that one. It was tough to listen to for a second. I got over feeling bad real quick. I mean, you started the pod by calling me by the wrong name. I think we called him Paul instead of Phil. Did we really? I think so. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> 
you got the first and last letter right, so that's good. And then again, accuracy counts on the SAT or whatever, right? Zach, and he spelled it Z-A-K-K, and Jonah, J-O-E-N-A-H. <laughs> Who cares if we're off a couple degrees or millimeters or whatever engineers and night school class curriculums care about, eh? I do have to say the one that stung more was calling me a socialist. I assure you that I'm not. As I age gracefully and retire many, 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 many years before you, I shall sit, sip old person drinks in my rocker and take solace in knowing that you'll be paying for my social security, you freaking millennials. <laughs> First of uh, all, you're a millennial too. And second of all, <laughs> we're technically at the te- we're the upper limit of Gen Z. Which is terrifying, isn't it? We're fucking Tide Pod eaters. We're like we're like the uh we're like the grand like the the overlords we're like of that Gen weird Z. gray gray area in between millennial and Gen Z and I hate it. <laughs> I I'm I'm cool with being a Gen Z. I would rather be a Gen Z than a millennial. And also being a socialist is okay. I'm like a mixture of some socialist something. <laughs> More like a mixture of a fucking loser. Whoa. Bars. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way, I'm happy to take credit for leading you to Mortal Kombat as your next film. You fell for it. You brought my original request full circle. Did he request Mortal Kombat? I have no idea. I, I remember. <laughs> this was by Thanks, my... Bill. This is my choice. No, no, no. He said, you're welcome, and thank you for another great episode. And then he he sent a follow-up email. He said, I got your integral right here. He said, my wife said the integral of 2x is x uh, squared plus c, and c represents the constant of integration. She also asked what's with the sudden math class and if there were any more brain busters. Yeah, what is going on here, Jonah? I don't understand. I just... I just asked because he said she was an engineer and I knew you wouldn't know what that means. What are you rubbing it in that I'm that I'm not an engineer? What is this? <laughs> just that just that you don't know what an integral means. I don't know what a lot of things mean, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, Phil, it had nothing to do with your wife. I was more clowning on Zach. So that's it. <laughs> Tell her I said thank you for playing along. Write in. Anybody, please. (laughs) Anything. What do you mean? Kevin used to be the only one that wrote in regularly. Now we have Phil. Soon we'll get like a third person. Isn't it Pablo? What the fuck? What is this guy's name? Pedro. (laughs) Guys, I promise we won't bully you if you write into us. I'm not promising that at all. I'm I'm promising (laughs) I won't be. I wonder if we've had, because we've had other people write in. I wonder if they haven't written in again because. Because we're just assholes to everybody. Fucking tear them apart for like being nice to us. All right, send us an email to yeah, it's that bad reloaded at gmail.com. If you like the show, please do leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you happen to be using. Those reviews really do help out the show. Uh, if you have a bad review, keep it to yourself. If you want to keep up with the show and be the first to know when new episodes launch, you can follow us on Instagram at yeah, it's that bad reloaded. If you are so inclined, you can donate your money to help support the podcast. You can donate on our page on anchor.com and become a monthly contributor. Even a dollar a month helps us show out a lot. We'll also shout out new and recurring contributors to the show. Uh, thanks so much for listening and please tune in next week where we will be reviewing Angel Has Fallen. <laughs>